the fifth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select. If the Cincinnati Bengals don't draft an offensive tackle, they should be disbanded and revoked from the NFL. Jamar Chase, wow. wide receiver, LSU. Today's special edition episode is dedicated to Gabe Oliver. Happy birthday. It's close to me. Small State Big Takes. Today's episode is a special episode. I got my boy from the Bengals boys, Alex. How do you say your last name? Dolazal. Dolazal, baby. Up in this, I have never met Alex. Fun fact, I was scrolling on Instagram. One of my friends, uh, he was on the story with his friends. He's a, he's an actual singer. Badass, amazing uh, music he puts out. All Bengals related lately. Uh, but I'm going to find out some more information about him right now. Alex, what's good? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm drinking pre-workout on my back patio while you're drinking your Dunkin' Donuts black coffee. It's a, it's a, it's a great day to be alive. And, and for, for, I can say this for the first time in a long, long, long time. It's a great week to be a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Is this your best week as a Bengals fan ever? So yeah. far, anyway? Ab- absolutely. Without a doubt. Without a freaking doubt. No, I, I – um, I'm convinced that time's not real. I think that, uh, you know, 2020 like went by like that. Like, yes. absolutely. Like, so I think this week has been longer than 2020. And it's Wednesday. Dude, um, it feels that way. Like, even as, I mean, I have no horse in this race as this, you know, this game goes on, but I feel the same way. It, I'm so fucking amped and ready for this game. What I want to know, first of all, I, I want to know as a Bengals fan, because I don't know many, how. Did your Bengals fandom start? Um, so yeah, Bengals fandom started. By, I was born in Cincinnati. Um, uh, Dad and his uh, brothers were season ticket holders for the longest time. They um, they got rid of that in the late '80s, right before the the lost decade. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think of how I really started. Like honestly, just uh, um, I just grew up in it. I mean, Cincinnati. I mean, anything. Cincinnatians are very proud. There's elements of Boston and Cincinnati where it's like you, like we, like don't mess with our city, like absolutely at all. And so I think there's a pride coming up with them and like going to Bengals games and everything. So just gradually brought up into it. 
and a bit of Stockholm syndrome thrown in there too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how how was your like? How did uh, Carson Palmer is probably like your main guy, right? Throughout your childhood, is that I'm assuming, oh, right? Absolutely. Carson Palmer was like my uh, my first sports superhero. I mean, I grew up with that. I think I was nine when he got drafted. It was it was so cool, like seeing him actually win, like go to the playoffs. It was unbelievable. And then um, obviously um, that didn't go as planned. Um, the Dalton years were a lot of fun in a very different way. It was it was great teams with okay quarterback play and then um came five years of bad times again right so this is this this is different this is different joe's different i mean every time he drops back i'm absolutely afraid he's gonna get a wallop with that line but gosh it's it feels different it feels different it feels good is this what you guys have felt for the last 20 years the, oh, I I think you are feeling a little bit of the Tom Brady feeling right now, like that that balls out. Like you, I, you watch Joe Burrow play. Like I like look going into this playoffs, I did not have a lot of faith in the Bengals, and it's just as a result of like my whole life, I've never really seen the Bengals right. like do, go this far. And then as you watch these games, dude, Joe Burrow's got the fucking balls of King Kong. I love watching him play. He's a complete badass. He's so cool. Then you got like you get that that team is around him. You got Joe Mixon, who's a hard ass. Jamar Chase looks awesome. T. Higgins steps up. I'm all in on the Bengals, and like now I am. I I wasn't going in, obviously. I was actually all in on the Packers winning this year. I, and I'm not a Packers fan. Oh, at I all. get that. But I was. I thought they were going to go all the way. But now it's like, dude. Oh my god, the Bengals are sick, and Joe Burrow has that it factor that you see only once in a while. You know what I mean? Like the, I felt oh, yeah. like, I felt like Josh Allen had that going on for a little bit, but I think Joe Burrow is like surpassing him. You know what I mean? I think he's in the process. Like, I mean, no disrespect to Allen. I think Allen's amazing and he's going to, I expect him to get a ring or two. I apologize if it's loud. There's a train behind me. No, it's fine. Got, Sound good. Perfect. I, uh, I think my favorite thing about this team is that uh, when Zach Taylor came in in 2019, um, he was stressing the culture, the culture. He bought a bunch of leaders, or not bought, whoops, he drafted a bunch of leaders. <laughs> he drafted a bunch of leaders. And, like, I'm not even saying this to, like, pander to the Northeastern listeners. But we got a bunch of Marcus Smarts on our team. Hell yeah. I'm Give it to me. It. Yeah. Yes, sir. No, it's true. Bunch of fucking hard asses. Defense is all it's all about, dude. Punch you in the mouth type guys. That's what we like to see. Dude, absolutely. And like, oh, the community, uh, the community with the team and the fan base. I mean, like, gosh, like, I mean, it's just now's the time to be a politician in Cincinnati. You get anything passed if you want. (laughs) Are you feeling the magic right now as like, like that, that magic feeling of like the playoff energy, the like the fucking like, you know, I I don't know, like, like deep in your soul, you're like, yes, like this is my time. Oh, yeah. I, like, I had, like, a near panic attack. I went to Kroger the other day. I walk in. I mean, we're in Nashville. And so I walk into Kroger, and, like, there's just Bengals uh, and Rams, uh, like, balloons. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, this this week, like, the Super Bowl is also a Bengals game. Like, it's like it, – Right, it's yeah. like – I don't know. It's like – it's weird. It's like watching them – I don't know. I never thought they would meet. I mean, yes, I, I've been hoping about it. I've, I've, some, I've simmed this situation so many times in Madden as a child, but to see it actually happen, it's oh, it's unbelievable, man. Did you ever do it as a Ryan Fitzpatrick franchise? <laughs> <laughs> that was my. Yeah. By the way, I love Ryan Fitzpatrick on the Bengals. 
That was like my favorite <laughs> Chris Barashuk era. I think he was he was fun, dude. He was fun. <laughs> Honestly, it was a quiet time for him. I didn't. I feel like Fitzmagic like started in St. Louis um, when he came in for Bulger, and then uh, right. Came- the other guy but then um yeah Bengals happened i think it really started when he was in buffalo that was pretty cool seeing that happen and then and then journeyman fitzpatrick became a thing after that but no yeah. he was uh he was solid in cincinnati i mean yeah he won four games the year he started but whatever <laughs> right right he only turned up as like a bill but like, like you know what i mean like oh when yeah he, when he was there he was he was pretty sick but fitzpatrick times in, in cincinnati that that was memorable for me i don't know right i i think that was like the year that um that, it was a forgettable. I think that was like the main thing that year. That was 2008. Carson Palmer tore his like elbow all up and everything. Right. And so, yeah. I, I want to ask you. So, can you run me through how the Bengals boys started and what's the history and what what's going on with the Bengals boys? Absolutely. So we um, it was week two of the 2020 season. Joe Burrow's second start. Um, he's about to do Thursday night at Cleveland. First prime time start for him. Um. The Bengal boys are um, myself, um, Dylan Bodley, an amazing guitarist down in Nashville, Parker Phillips, an awesome singer down in Nashville, and then Colin Cooper, an awesome drummer and videographer down in Nashville. And we have a fifth um, who uh, plays our referee, Teddy Shanahan. But we, um, Dylan, Parker, and I were living together at the time, and we all went to high school together. We're all super tight. Um, I was playing Bengals ground on the piano, just messing around, goofing off. And I got him in there. I said, hey, let's take a video of us singing it together. I did um, posted that, and it did really well on Twitter, like, you know, like 8,000, 8, 9,000 views on Twitter. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, my phone was blowing up. And it was mid-COVID, 2020. Like, we were all at home. We all had time. So we just decided to do it again the next week in a different genre and then do it again. So it was like a Bob Ross painting. It was one big happy accident. <laughs> It just keeps going. This is awesome. Right? Yeah, right. And then it took on, it took on a whole new life of its own. I and mean, we got busier and busier. I mean, one of the guys got married. Um, other guys are, like, picking up different jobs and everything. We're not living with each other anymore. And so it's been a much greater challenge. And so we haven't been able to do all four of us in the same video every time. But um, we picked up uh, doing parodies this year. And also, I forgot to mention, we were doing, like, the Bengals fight song last year, different genres. And this year we've been doing different parodies. So, for example um, – um, carry on my wayward son is bury them Trey Hendrickson or um, instead of thriller we did Jamar. Um, I didn't and, see uh, that. I didn't. Is that on YouTube or what? Oh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll send you I'll send Please. you a YouTube link. Yeah. Yes. And um, we got a whole playlist of them. Oh, I am. Um, we we've gotten so much better as musicians, um, audio guys, uh, video videographers, editors, singers, everything, and so we've really been able to up the production value massively this time around. Absolutely, um, the the DJ gotta, Reader one is my my favorite. Well, that's the main. That's like the fucking. That I was like, I have to have these guys on the podcast now. Like, oh, dude, like the the fucking Super Bowl is next week. I have to have these dudes. I don't give a shit. Like the DJ <laughs> Reader thing was la- I was laughing out loud watching that shit. Like, because it's a deep cut. <laughs> it's awesome. Dude, thank you so much. No, I I mean I'm a huge Elton fan, so I was loving every minute of that one. I um. I uh, we just announced this morning that we're doing Bohemian Rhapsody this week. I saw. Oh, oh my God! I'm so excited. With the, oh, I man. saw Harambe in the picture. I was like, Yeah, oh. we got, I got to get Harambe. Yeah, it was it was gonna be Harambe Joe and the Lombardi Trophy, and then I thought, No, we're gonna. It, I, we ended up making it look like a Star Wars poster. Just yeah, everybody just launched <laughs> on there. It was like a hero pyramid, but just a mess. I love it. Are you um, as a as a native Cincy guy, how do you feel about 
Harambe, by the way. I want to <laughs> want to ask you. I didn't know about so I I didn't know his name was Harambe for the longest time. I was just like I I knew about the story as the the gorilla in the enclosure with yeah. the kid. Um, <laughs> I used to go to the zoo all the time. I know exactly where that is, and I didn't know about it as Harambe until like he got killed. Why, the, no, well, like the night of the election, the 2016 election. So one of the we. <laughs> I like as a, as a bit like we had an election party, which um, which some people loved and some people absolutely yeah. hated. No, it was, it was great. And I was just sitting there like, what the fuck's going on? But um, I um, some kid talked about kept talking about Harambe. I'm like, who the fuck is Harambe? And he said the gorilla. I was like, oh, and it all connected there. And it's taken on a life of its own. I mean, I, do you listen to Pardon My Take at all? Or yeah, yeah. Obviously, uh, so Sam Hubbard was on there last week, and that started the whole like third wave of harambe i mean like i i think it's just i mean cincinnati's associated with some weird weird things and like just like add it to the list i mean do you know jerry springer was our mayor back in the 70s i knew he was a mayor i didn't know it was of cincinnati oh, yeah he's no mayor for 365 days but he got caught writing a check uh to pay her a prostitute no shit <laughs> okay but services rendered on the on the check oh my god yeah. <laughs> random right oh, is every oh. every five ten years there's some weird fucked up story about cincinnati what, what else what else give me another one yeah um okay uh yeah what's some crazy I mean, cincinnati they, shit <laughs> i mean the fact i mean the fact that we had a quarterback whose hair matched the uniform and we just kind of like let that be we're just like yeah that's cool i guess i don't know i didn't think we made enough enough of a deal about Andy dalton's hair you're right. I think we made it a big deal about when he when he came to town. I just thought that was the most beautiful thing. I thought I'm surprised marketing didn't try to like put stripes in his hair. Like, <laughs> um, I um, gosh, oh gosh. Uh, Mark Twain once said, "When the world ends, I want to be in Cincinnati, Ohio, because everything happens 20 years later." Um, oh, which is true. It's true. I mean, like, um, I mean, we don't have an indoor practice facility. Which, I mean, looking at you, Pat McAfee. Um, <laughs> Other things about Cincinnati, we have the oldest baseball team. Um, the Reds were um, the Reds were founded four years after Abraham Lincoln was killed. Really? Yeah, eighteen sixty five is when Lincoln got shot, and eighteen sixty nine is when the Cincinnati Red Stockings were found, which later became the Reds. Wow, that's a, that's really cool. It is cool. It's a it, it's a fun place. If you ever visit, let me know, and I'll make it up there, and I'll show you around. It's a, a lot of good food too. I'm big skyline chili guy. So what is Skyline Chili? This is what I hear that this is like the big thing. Yeah. So like, um, if you're like a fan of like Texas style chili and you're expecting that, it's absolutely not that Skyline Chili. It's like a, it's like a meat. It's like a, a like a runny meat topper that would go on a, a cheese coney or spaghetti, and we call that spaghetti dish a three way where it's um, spaghetti. Skyline chili all over it, and then shredded cheese on top of that. Yeah. And the thing about Skyline chili, it's actually a Greek dish. Um, some family came over from Greek back in the mid, I think, 19th century, and um, had a dish that involved um, um, like a meat dish with cocoa beans and mm-hmm. cinnamon. So haters would be like, "It's chocolate chili." It's not. It's not. It's not Did good it, for you. But does it have a little bit of chocolate in there though? Like a little, like a little. A little, little bit of cocoa, a little bit of cocoa. You can't taste it, but like it, um, it, it's one of the most unique tasting things I've ever had. I, I love it. Whenever I go up, I'll grab it. Like I'm, uh, um, don't go out afterwards. It's like, uh, right. Yeah. It sounds like it'd like, be a shit tastic time. 
Oh, exactly. Yeah, 4 a.m. the next morning is absolutely horrendous. But ripping uh, ass all night, fucking right, ripping ass and skipping class. Let's go. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> hey, but, as a yo, yeah. What were you gonna say? Sorry. Oh no, you're good. You're good. No, uh, all you. I was gonna ask you about the Reds too, because I want to know who who you're a fan of with the Reds, like like your because uh, we're we're baseball obsessed, like. Uh, like I'm, I'm like looking like I'm thinking about like uh, trying to think of an obscure Reds player. Like I was a big fan of Ryan Freel, R.I.P. Remember him? Dude, one of the nicest players I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. You met I him? Was, yes. Uh, so every December they have something called Reds Fest, a big convention at the convention center where you go meet a bunch of Reds players. And so I've actually had really some really cool run-ins with some um, with some Reds players. I oh, look who. Um, so I, I met Aroldis Chapman at Red Spring Training in 2010, right after he got signed. I was 16. I was in a Spanish class back home, and we were um, had a um, we had a t- we, uh, my mom's friend worked for the Reds, so she gave us a t- he gave us a tour of the facility. And this guy drives out, and um, and I'm like, "Who's that, Mister?" He goes, "That's Aroldis Chapman." And I think I was like a few weeks into my first Spanish class in high school, and my mom's like, "Oh, you guys speak Spanish too?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And I go, "Oh, hola." <laughs> <laughs> did he respond he's like what's up <laughs> and i go oh another fun story from that time is um this, so this uh family friend is giving us a tour of their uh, brand new facility in goodyear arizona which they um which they uh share with the cleveland guardians oh, right here that's right that's a guardian's hat <laughs> by the way this is that this is the actual guardians i just got it i gotta say i kind of dig the logo kind of cool yeah I'm, I'm about it whatever i still wish they were the italians that would have been sick. That would have been fucking sick. <laughs> That's Boston's job. Yeah, um, <laughs> but um, they, uh, oh yeah, but so we're walking through the walking through like the facilities, the locker rooms, the cafeteria, and whatever, and we go into. Um, so he takes us into the locker room, and he says, "I think it's empty right now, so I'll show you around." <laughs> and it, it, there's this um, kind of um, this stocky man, um, um, kind of yelling at us in Spanish. And he's like, "Like what?" And he goes, get, get, "Get out of here." get the fuck out of here. We're like, okay. Yeah. He had a t- only a towel over him. So he was just changing and we were just kind of barging in. It was Johnny Cueto. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Holy shit. That's so cool. I think he was like a 24 year old at the time. He was, I mean, he was new. I mean, we knew he was going to be awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, I miss him to this day tremendously. I mean, Red's Johnny but- Cueto was on fire, man. He was the oh. man. Oh man, seriously. I mean, like, I'm glad he got a ring in Kansas City, though. Um, we didn't get anything for him in that trade. From what yeah, what I was that trade? Brandon Finnegan, were, right? I think there were a lot of trades. Honestly, there like with the with the Chapman trade, with um that. I mean, we just kind of sold uh I mean, every, you know, small market teams. You couldn't really Yeah, true. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> no, but the Red Sox act like a smart small market team a lot. Dude, Mookie. That was I'm, a, so, I'm, I'm so sad about Mookie. I'm so sad. Dude, imagine trading. I mean Actually, it kind of worked out in a way. I, I, I guess I don't know. Like, I guess I'm cool with Verdugo, but that was fucked, man. Dude, it really was. Like, you know who? Um, you know who I uh, absolutely loved. Um, and then we traded the Red Sox for a player I ended up loving even more. Uh, Willie Mopena. Let's go! That's your favorite player of all time, dude. I, I don't know. If you, I, I, my, my right hand to God is my my favorite player of all time. Him, him and Manny Ramirez, but Willie Mo Pena. I have his jersey. I have a shirt. Uh, I have a shirt that says Willie Mo twenty two. He's my favorite player. Bronson Arroyo yeah. is your fa- favorite player. 
Uh, he's one one of my favorite players. So I I remember seeing Willie Mo. I uh, we used to go to Louisville to go to the Slugger Museum. It's it's an hour and a half south of Cincinnati, and so we would go to some Louisville Bats games, and like you know minor league games. I mean, I saw on your Twitter header. You guys you guys fuck up minor league. Yeah, yeah totally all day. Yep. Um, I, my my office at work. My, my I work next door to the Nashville Sound Stadium. No shit. Uh, and so we just walk there sometimes. It's great. But, That's um, so dope. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, Willie Mo is like. I mean, he I think he was doing a rehab start, and you know how rehab start. It's like. It's like it's like Zion Williamson in high school. Yeah, like, right. yeah. He's, just, too he's easy. just showing out. Like he's looking like he's playing easy in the show. Um, but yeah, great power. I thought he was gonna be more in Boston. I wish uh he also like um I don't know, he reminds me of a. Uh, you know who he reminds me of? Um his NBA equivalent. I'm gonna fuck his name up really bad, but Yasubale, the Greek the the yeah. French guy who played yeah. uh the, the one with, yeah, the one with the the one with the giant ass semi. Right? Uh, no, no, not, not semi Ojale. Uh, it was um, Yasubale Grosh. I think they were calling it. He was a French player. He was like, a, one oh, of I don't know. I, I, that, might be too, that might be too, uh, too far. I, my NBA knowledge is not as, as encyclopedic as baseball. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Wait, who do you play for? Who's who? The, oh, 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 Boston. He's a Boston uh, guy? Yeah, he's a Boston guy. I don't think he's with the team anymore. He was like, he was like Taco. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. play four minutes a game. And when he's playing, that means things are going really well. Gotcha. Dude, I got to say, dude, fucking Willie Mo. I had a theory about Willie Mo that if he played like 19, like 50s to like 80s, he would be known as the most prolific power hitter to ever live. Oh, man. I have never seen someone. I was at a game once. He fucking hit a home run off it, like to the green monster. It hit the fucking monster like like where the, the seats were it put a dent through the like not through it but like so hard the paint chipped off like i've never seen someone hit a ball that hard i like it gives me goosebumps i love him like and it's only fastballs he could not hit a curveball if you paid oh, yeah. him million like he could have been the greatest but oh, no. johnny, johnny gomes was the same way yep johnny, you're right <laughs> Sim, uh, very similar game but willie I, mo uh, though holy jesus christ love him <laughs> We we have a guy like Willie Mo now. Uh, his name is Aristides Aquino. Um, he Love came him. in the league, dude. <laughs> he used to say, like, he's just, I think he, I think he hits curves a little bit better. But yeah, he came in. He hit like I think like thirteen homers in his first like twenty games. It was yep. like what? I had him in fantasy that week, and I and I traded him right after that that hot streak. Then he was in AAA like for like a year. Like, why didn't they have him up last year? I never. Oh, uh, because we had a, just an absolute logjam of like really quality. Uh, outfielders that we knew we were going to get rid of like Castellanos is not coming back I mean I think Jesse Winker is here for the long term we need to resign him eventually but I uh, Jesse Winker and then um oh gosh uh we we got a guy from Japan who's been injured unfortunately but named Shogo Akiyama um hoping he could be more like a like Hideki signing rather than like a um than like a show um oh gosh who was the guy um then Fukudome Fukudome um, bring him back dude uh, he, he, fun. he was he came and went so fast I think he also came to the Cubs at a weird time too. Like he came to them like as they were good, about to get bad. Right, right. Um, bad but I um, which World Series was your favorite um, between two thousand four, seven, thirteen, and eighteen? Dude, that's, that's, a, that's a great question. Thank you. Fever, fe- Fever Pitch is one of my favorite movies of all time. Is it really so like? <laughs> oh yeah, I, I love. Fuck Fever yeah, Pitch. dude, that's awesome. You know the problem is with that movie though. I, I love that movie. Then I found out Jimmy Fallon's a fucking Yankee fan. Did you know that? I have to go. This is awful. <laughs> I know. It's, like, it's so hurtful. I couldn't believe it. He was, he was talking to the fucking Tonight Show one time, and he's like, yeah, it's a Yankee fan. I'm like, no. I thought 
if you played a Red Sox fan so well. Jimmy Fallon sold his soul long ago. I, I totally Lauren, agree. Lauren Michaels, Lauren Michaels, uh, Lauren Michaels said, "I'll make you a star," and just took everything. You're from fucking him. facts, dude. Pete Davidson right. did the same thing. Right, right. Oh yeah. <laughs> same All right. deal. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> let's let's start that. Yes, let's do it. Yeah, he's been dead for a long time. He's been dead since he was twenty. He's like uh, the new Paul McCartney. Um, <laughs> dude, do you, okay. How do you feel about that? Uh, what? Oh, yeah, uh, Paul's dead. Oh, he's like so alive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you know about that, though. I brought that up recently. Oh, yeah. Someone didn't so know. I, I was actually in Boston when I um, when Paul McCartney came to go play at Great American Ballpark, and I could have. I, I mean, I was I was hanging out in Boston, like like I hate this term, but living my best life. And oh, yeah. uh, all my friends are going to see Paul McCartney with their parents, and I'm like, ah, that's okay. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go uh, walk up and down Boylston, listen to ELO, and pretend I'm the main character. <laughs> I'm not even kidding there. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm a Beatles fan a little. Like, I try, like, I try to, you know, the other night, the other night I was, um, I only had Abbey Road and, so I'm not really a Beatles fan. I can't say I am, but I, I like, I have, growing up, I only had Abbey Road and uh, the Let It Be album. Is that, that was an album, right? Like the, yeah, the, the last two albums. Yeah. So those are great. Yeah, the other night, uh, I was chilling by myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take an edible. So I took one, and then I took a second one. And I was like, what album have I never listened to? And I listened to Rubber Soul. That was, dude, a, dude that was the way to go. Rubber Soul, Rubber Soul and Revolver are my favorites. Um, I mean, the funny, the Beatles albums, they work in like pairs. I mean, it's like, it's like you have a wine, like a wine, a wine album and a cheese album. And it's like, you kind of take them together. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I love the Beatles. Uh, um, Dylan and Parker too. The Bengal boys are massive, being massive, massive Beatles fans. I'm more of a Beach Boys guy myself. Yeah. Brian Wilson Brian, all the way. Brian Wilson's my favorite. Uh, Elton John's my favorite, but then Brian Wilson's a very close second. Um, yeah, what's your top um, five? Give me, give me your top five of musicians ooh. as a okay, so, as a musician yourself too, because this is I want to know your your influences as a Bengals boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, we're gonna go Bronson Arroyo, yeah, um, Dropkick Murphys, <laughs> <laughs> Bill Burr when he sang that time. Yeah, uh, uh, Boston. No, I do yeah. love Boston. Mark um, Wahlberg. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Marky Mark and Funky Bunch. Yeah. Um, so, um, I have to go uh, off the top of my head. Elton, um, Elton, the Beach Boys, um, Daft Punk, Electric Light Orchestra, and Stevie Wonder. Did I already say Stevie Wonder? You did not. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's fine. What's, what's your favorite Stevie Wonder album? I mean, Songs in the Key of Life is 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 a is a near perfect album, if not perfect. I mean, it, the the three albums that I consider to be absolute platinum royalty in my head are uh, "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road" by Elton John, um, "Songs in the Key of Life," and "Pet Sounds." And I think "Out of the Blue" by um, Electric Light Orchestra is up there for me. I um I don't think they get enough love. I mean, they're massive, but like I don't, I. I, I love Queen, but I, I like ELO more than Queen. I think they do the symphonic rock thing just a little bit better. Yeah. My mom's a big they're, fan of them. Nice. They're good. They're a good mom-dad band. They're, yeah. I'm, I, my mom got me into CV Wonder. Song of the Key of Life, Inner Visions. Inner Visions is my fave, I think. Inner Visions. <laughs> I feel like Inner Inter- Visions, it, it's like one of those things. It's like, I think maybe higher quality per album, but like sometimes when you just throw a double album, it's like, give me all of this. It's like. Right. The consumption of that. Oh, how do you feel about rap? How do you feel about this this halftime show coming? 
rap? What's that? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> how's that no. hippie hop, bro? <laughs> huh? <laughs> nah, I enjoy it. I am. Um, it took me a while to get into rap. I think um, the only rap I listened to as a kid was Weird Al Yankovic. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> which, yep. I mean, he, he, he's number six on my list. but um, <laughs> Hard um, six. Oh, yeah. And um, that White and Nerdy album was I, dope. It was. Was dope. it Straight Out of Linwood? Straight Out of Linwood, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I, uh, dude, he, uh, he's an LA guy. We should find him. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. Right, right, Weird Al Rams fan? I um, think he would be absolutely not yeah. that man be, that man became a, that man after the fat video became a vegetarian because he didn't have, he didn't want to ever like have health problems like that like that he's about as anti he seems about as anti-football as it gets which i mean yeah, it does respect i mean that guy's got other things going but um yeah i am um, i don't know like i am um, i never got into rap too much like, i was i did a horrible job of like listening to music of today when i was like of, as a kid i was always listening to classic rock and so the rap i like like i love tower the creator um one of my favorites I love, oh i love tower the creator i love um i went there kendrick phase i um i um my problem with rap is that i am such a more i'm much 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 more of a music person than i am a lyrics person so i um i'll like completely zone out not even like make sense of the lyrics and i'll just be listening to the beat and i'm like this goes hard and then i'll go on youtube and find the instrument i'll listen to the instrumental and so um i um like so for me like it always comes back to like does it groove <laughs> yeah so, do you like a tribe called quest you ever listen to them i i'm aware of them i i know they're absolutely classy i know it's like musical <laughs> sacrilege but to not to not be into them because like i am um, my buddies down here in nashville i mean everyone here is a musician like i've like like a tribe called called Quest was actually playing at um this dive bar I go to a lot the other day and I sh- I shazammed like four straight songs and they were all drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yes, yes. I do. I couldn't name any of their songs, but their vibe is great. I feel like you'd appreciate them as a as a guy that ap- appreciates beats before like the actual lyric. If if that's if that's what you're into, the kind of thing. Like because as a because like I like I'm always like delving deep into to rap shit myself and that those like similar, you can feel like the similar kind of elements as a Tyler creator. Like, you know how like Tyler creator, like he's very uh, influenced, like all his music now is like all chord stuff. Like, yeah, like, like it's all beautiful shit prior, you know, post uh, being like horror core. Right. Yeah. You know, it like, I don't know. Tribe Called Quest is my go-to for that kind of, old school sampling good shit if you ever you know opposed to like you know i love biggie smalls too who's like very angry but also like hard-hitting beats and lyrics but try like a tribe i would totally recommend to you if especially as a stevie wonder fan too i'm gonna get back to you if you ever have me back on i guess we'll have a recap on tribe called quest yes please and check out for real check out the album low end theory i think you would love it from what you've told me about yourself for, like guaranteed that's like a plus put it in my notes app Let's next go. to my public apology in case i ever get canceled yes sir dude, we're, <laughs> dude we've been trying to get canceled this podcast like i i, I want to like i don't want to reach joe rogan like level but like we've been trying to get canceled like not saying anything bad just like right yeah, just, yeah look, piss somebody off you know well i think i mean nobody rides the cancel way better than lavar ball like i mean right i think lavar i think lavar ball is one of the great geniuses in american history i mean i think like Honestly, like, I don't think America, I think it's like, as far as galaxy brain individuals, it goes, 
Ben Franklin, Lavar <laughs> Ball, a League you of have Their a great Own. Point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a Lavar stand. I'm like one of the few. I think. I mean, yeah. I don't really care for like his kids, but like I think Lavar is like. I don't know. I think he's the. He's like the dude's Kardashian. He willed his kids to get draft. Well, I mean, Langelo got got boned, but uh, yeah. Like, but Lo- I mean, Lonzo. I mean, seriously, Jalen Brown got fucking drafted after Lonzo as a result of his father, t- oh, yeah. like manifesting him going to the Lakers. That like that much shit talk. Oh yeah, talk. like well, well, do you remember, do you remember uh, the term Lebronzo when they're like, oh, these are gonna be, gonna be the next great pair, and then yeah, he's out of it. that that fast. Yeah, I love. I mean, I love. I've been having a hard time following the Celtics this year because um, just Bengals are good, and I mean, that always takes precedence. But um, <laughs> I love seeing the Lakers not good. That's more important. Oh, that's all that matters, dude. Uh, how do you feel about this this trade deadline? By the way, what do you think is going to go down? I, I I'm so used to nothing happening that I'm going to continue to as long as Jalen doesn't say. I went. I read a Bleacher Report article the other day, and it said like big name players who might be traded, and I didn't. It was the first time I didn't see Jalen on one of those articles, and I was like, okay. This is good. This is good. I'm tired. I don't, I'm, I'm keeping the Jays together. Absolutely. Dude, there's no way to trade in fucking Jalen. And especially you see, like, yesterday, that fucking Halliburton trade. Like, like I get it. Like, um, Sabonis was a big freaking, you know, get for the for the Kings, I guess. That was a weird trade. But, like, Halliburton is, like, a fucking, like, franchise player. Like, Jalen Brown, to me, I don't, maybe it's, it's a while. Maybe it's like fucking Stockholm for me too. Like, I but I truly believe Jalen Brown. Like, put him on any team, he's a fucking like main player, like main guy in the league kind of. Oh yeah, type of talent. You know what I mean? I'm just waiting for Bradley Beal to get there and uh, dude next year. I feel like it's it. I I, I hate saying this because it's will jinx it, but like it just feels so inevitable. It does. It really does. Like God, you know, I, um, dude, Buddy Heald's coming tomorrow. To this, uh, you watch. Wait. It. Wait, I, I think he I think wait, I think he just got traded to the Pacers. Yeah, no. The Pacers want to get rid of him already. Oh. The Pacers cool. are dead. The Pacers are fucking dangling him immediately. Were you happy when we drafted Marcus Smart? Yes. I wasn't, but like I'm so glad I was wrong. Yeah. Like, I think I was hoping that like I don't know why. I think I was hoping no Embiid would fall to us. Like I heard like, oh, that people are scared, or like I don't know. I was so bummed that the the Cavs got that first overall pick in that 2014 draft. Sorry to just shift this to a draft that happened oh, eight yeah. years ago. Yeah. But um, yeah. That was the Anthony Bennett uh first overall for the Ant- Andrew Wiggins. Andrew oh, Wiggins. Wiggins, okay. Yeah, Bennett was the year before. Yeah, that was um where um you know, Wiggins, Jabari, Embiid, um, and then we're talking about like potentially getting like Aaron Gordon or like um right. Dante X. I mean, they went before. I, I liked Gordon. I think he's been a really solid player, but Marcus Smart, I mean, you just can't. Hold on to that man for as long as you possibly can. Plus, his his contract is like you know very sought after. Is it making like what like twenty million, which is a lot, but not like in today's market. Dude, do you know what contract I absolutely loved? Who? Jake when Jake Crowder played for the Celtics. Oh man, that was the best. He was tough. Oh, that era of Celtics was like oh, so much great. fun. Oh, that was the I best said, one. Avery Bradley, dude, three and the. I um are you do you are you are you big on like weird Celtics Twitter? Oh, uh, not really, but yeah, throw it at me. Uh, so weird Celtics. Oh, just like it's it's like I don't know. Celtics Twitter just has like this weird sect of like weird like these crazy memes. I love it, and like honestly, like it's kind of like what we're trying to bring to the Bengals community. We're like just really weird, kind of like 
I don't want to say meta, but like meta memes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like trying to just be, um, I don't know, just be as like, I don't know, just fun as who, possible. Who has a Twitter? Do, do you know any um, like, uh, like account names? I'll fucking follow right now with our podcast. Um, yeah. One second. Um, let me get to my Twitter. Um, by the way, fun fact: I saw you that you followed us. I, I wasn't the one that followed you back. I want you to know, four dudes tweet off this account. So this account tweets our small state big takes Twitter tweets like twenty four seven, and it's four dudes at once all the time. <laughs> Just FYI for the for future reference, dude. All, for. <laughs> all good, all good. <laughs> I um, let's see. Uh, probably this guy named Riffs Man. Um, he's private right now, but like, he's always tweeting like deep he, cuts. Yeah, deep cuts. Like, I think um, he's the one who came up with the nickname Time Lord. Oh no, shit. Um, that I mean, that's what like um, that's what Weird Celtics Twitter does. Like, uh, they like they took Robert Robert Williams being late for a flight and um, yeah. Okay, so um, it's one of those kind of. Okay, I'm I'm all about that shit. And, I feel uh, like I'm always behind the, the eight ball when it comes to like the the new like shit like that, like Time Lord or like um what was the other one? Uh give the nickname some other some guy got there. I don't fucking know. Makes me think of Fab Mellow though. Remember, remember fucking Fab Mellow? Rest in peace, dude. Like dude. also like famous reply guy too. I mean, like, I mean not to like I mean I really First off, that was a horrible transition on my part to go from uh, like rest in peace to getting into getting in Rihanna's TM. But anyway, um, yeah, Fab Bell. I thought he was gonna be awesome. I was not excited about that. I, I was excited about him. I wasn't excited about Jared Solinger. And then two years later, I'm like, Jared Solinger could be the next Kevin Love. Um, dude, Solinger. I'm a Buckeyes fan. Like, oh, or, nice. And uh, dude, I was so. I actually, I have this jersey, 4XL jersey. I got it for 15 bucks. At a, at a game one time, but dude, I, I, dude, I know it's so dope. <laughs> that's that's that cool? dope. I, mean, I just fly that as a flag. Well, I mean, just tell everyone it's like it's a Jalen Brown jersey. You go, yeah, good. Well, it says Solinger in the back. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. Just um, <laughs> just just like remove it. <laughs> put like Gordon Hayward's education reform on there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> dude, by the way, see Gordon Hayward got hurt the other night. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, it's free. Uh, ankles, whatever. Uh, I'm sure. Sure, wasn't his wife. I'm sorry. That's no, uh, no. Robin. Yeah. If you, Robin, if you're listening, we're huge fans. I'm so sorry, Robin Hayward. <laughs> Dad, da- Daddy's always happy. <laughs> All right, yo, um, we'll we'll wrap this up soon. Uh, I have two big questions for you. Yes. Give me your, and this is this is kind of a loaded question. So give me your Super Bowl prediction score, um. An MVP. That's all one question. So just go for it. All right, cool. What's so, going to happen? And so give me a summary too. Give me a fucking full pr- prediction, big take. That's what we do. All right. So I have my like fun, fun, like public prediction that I have my private prediction. My private prediction is just telling me is telling myself the Rams will win. Cause I do that. Like I, I've done that every playoff game, but publicly I will say that the Bengals are going to, um, are going to be able to force their nervous and put the clamps on the Rams offense at the right times. I am predicting a 27 to 23 victory. Um, 
where the Cincinnati Bengals will force a turnover lay. I believe the quarter, I believe Joe Burrow will win Super Bowl MVP, but he will not be the, the most deserving player. I think there, I think that, um, I think Jesse Bates will be the most deserving of the player, but okay. like the winning the winning quarterback has so much weight and everything. Like not yeah. saying Burrow won't earn it, but I think Jesse Bates will play a Super Bowl MVP level game. Him or Von Bell, our safeties are amazing. Yep. And um one of them, one of those three. <laughs> so yes for one, I said three. That's and fine. I th- and I think that um I think Tyler Boyd throws a pass. Touchdown or just a pass? Just a single pass? I think Tyler Boyd throws a touchdown pass to not Joe Burrow. They're not going to do Philly special. I think Tyler Boyd throws a touchdown pass to T. Higgins. I love that. I love T. Higgins, by the way. I do too. He's dope. His mom's awesome on Twitter too. We wrote a T. Hig- we we did a T. Higgins Christmas song a few weeks ago. Like I'm dreaming of a T. Higgins, and his mom shared it. It was dope. No way. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> Dude, I had a dream the other night that uh, T. I'm sorry that the Bengals won 28 to nine. It's a really random dream, and I had a in that same dream. I had I dreamt that Matthew Stafford died. <laughs> Dude, I have those dreams like all the time. It's crazy. What the fuck? Yeah, do you I, have those kind of things? I, I they're either fr- I'm either friends with like LeBron or Joe Burrow, or like it's like Carson Palmer died. Like it, it's like those are my only sports dreams. Do you think it's like residual that like like post Kobe life? Oh, these were before Kobe, but uh, I. Oh yeah, it's like dating back to like when I was like ten. No way! Uh, oh yeah, this isn't therapy. Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> let it all out, man. This is small state big takes. We don't care. <laughs> Dude, all right. So, my, all right, that was a big, big question. Ready? Yeah. Number two, big question. Uh, please rank your New England states. Uh, in order from whatever order you want to rank them, like, but best to worst, it doesn't matter. Just okay, just, cool. So just want, just want to make sure um the criteria. So we have uh so talking about um like Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, um Vermont, and New Hampshire. Like those? Any more? Any else? In Maine. In Maine. Oh, okay, cool. I'm going to um. I'm sorry. I have to. I have to rank um Connecticut six. Okay. Um. Even though my even though my girlfriend's fa- my girlfriend's family's moving to Connecticut, uh, oh. which is no. Um, <laughs> what part? Do you know? Like Greenwich. Okay. All right. Yeah, Greenwich is nice. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I've only I've only been to Samford, so like that, that's my Connecticut experience. Mm-hmm. Um. I have to go to New Hampshire five, Vermont four. Vermont Vermont goes over New Hampshire because it just seems a little more Canadian to me, and I like that. Yeah. Um, Three, um, I gotta go with I gotta go Maine because lobster, and I gotta go Rhode Island because I got the Newport Jazz Festival, and they got um, Family Guy, they do, <laughs> and Cole, and, um, real play. Uh, Marshawn Brooks played Providence. He was badass. Um, he was, and then um, my brother, I think my brother lived in. I don't know. My brother's lived in a lot of places, but I gotta get Rhode Island too. I've actually never been, but I want to go. It looks beautiful. And then, um, and then lastly, um, I mean, I, I used to write songs about how badly I wanted to go to school in Boston. Like, so Massachusetts is just one of my favorite places in the world. I mean, I, um, 
Boston is a top three city globally for me. It's it's truly a wondrous place. I mean, I'm from Cincinnati and I root for the Celtics. If that tells you anything about my rankings, that makes me so happy. I didn't know this going in that you were, you were a Celtics fan and you, all this shit. That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> so cool. Oh, I was stoked. So you've been to Boston multiple times. You've been. I have. Actually, fun fun, fun story. My um, this has not. Uh, my dad's best friend's sister was the chief of staff for Mitt Romney when he was governor of Massachusetts, and he wasn't up there. But we got a tour of his office and everything, and then we went to dinner with um like like his chief of staff, who a family friend. But um, holy shit, it it was super dope, and just took us around like the the north um the north end, like got some amazing Italian food, got some gelato and cannolis afterwards, like beautiful. That yeah yeah, dude, absolutely that. Boston is a very welcoming place if you are open to it yourself. That's what I've yeah. come to really, you know what I mean? Because people talk shit like that haven't been around that they're like, oh yeah, everyone's a racist fucking jerk up there. It's like, well, if you're fucking like, if you are a, a real person, you know, and yeah. you're welcoming to other people, then Boston will welcome you. That's all they oh, ever yeah. want. You know? Oh yeah, I, I I did subscribe to the whole mass holes thing. I was like, I don't really see it that much. I mean, it was also like summer, and I was in the back bay. Yeah, and so like, it's a nice area. <laughs> yeah, everyone's beautiful and like has like a fifteen million dollar brownstone. So like, exactly, <laughs> they're fine. Um, right, they are the worst should... drivers. They're the worst drivers in the world. That's that's a fact. Oh, but, but they've mass... but you actually have mass transit. I've never lived in a city that has mass transit. That's true. That's true. Yeah, except for buses. How is Nashville? I've never been out there. Nashville's a cool place. Let me know if you ever visit. It's um, it's growing. It's like a smaller Austin. Um, it's a um, it's kind of a. I mean, I'm not a fan of Tennessee, but I like Nashville. Um, yeah. I live in East Nashville, kind of the the kind of like the cool hipster part of town, I guess. Yeah, cool. Um, cool. I, I like it. I, I really like it. I haven't found a reason to leave. Um, um, not that I'm actively looking for one, but it's a cool place. Great place to be a musician, a great place to be a creative. Um, I think that um, it's getting a little LA-ified, which, I mean, that's going to happen. But yeah. that's fine. Um, it's a good city. Like every city, there's some stupid shit that goes on. I mean, I'm not a fan of country music at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Neither am I. I don't, yeah, I'm not a fan. I, I've... Right. My my girlfriend went out there for a big trip with all her friends, and it seems like that's like a big trip for girls. Like, oh, bachelorette party central. Yeah, it's like just like let's all go to Nashville. Oh, I was I, I, I my a band I used to play, and we were playing downtown at uh um this place called Acme Feed and Seed, a bar owned by Alan Jackson, and cool. we're playing, and um Taylor Lautner's there and just chilling watching us. And I felt so bad for him because this is Taylor Lautner. I think he's down there with his like sister or something. Like they're just trying to have a nice time, enjoy Nashville, and like bachelorette parties are hounding him for pictures. I'm like, dude, let him be. Like God. let let Team Jacob be Team Jacob, dude. By the way, what are you, Team Jacob, Team uh, Team Edward? I just I just watched the movies recently. I I I I've only seen like 15 minutes. Uh, Team Jake Jacob seems a little less sociopathic. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But I like it. I like uh, Robert Pattinson. He's cool as hell, dude. I'm amped up for that new Batman. Yo, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good movies coming out. I uh, and um, I'm probably gonna see none of them because I always forget once they come. Yo, have you seen Nightmare Alley? By the way, what? Yeah, have you seen that that new movie, Nightmare Alley? No, I haven't. Oh, it's on HBO. Oh, right now, it, it's still in theaters too. It's up for Best Picture. Whoo, Bradley Cooper, dude. That movie will fuck you up. I've been thinking dude, about I it for like three days. Oh, it's fucked up. 
I'm waiting till after the, I'm waiting till after the Super Bowl to get back to normal life. I mean, I've just been simply like either like trying to work on the song or like get this video um, up and running or um, and just um, make me uh, basically just been on a content creation grind. Um, so excited to like kind of like hey, thank you, I appreciate that. I'm really excited for the next video to come out. That's gonna be a we're gonna drop that at um, seven. Uh, we're gonna drop that eight east eight a.m. Eastern time on Saturday morning. Let's go. And this is what's getting recorded like tonight like the let's go baby oh yeah no, yeah we're, we're gonna have some piano shots let's fucking go well i'm not gonna keep you too long I'm gonna, I'm gonna end it pretty soon uh where can the people find you yeah so on instagram find us at um bangle boys five or the bangle boys 513 twitter is just the bangle boys follow us on twitter i mean that's probably the that's the best way to that's the best way to see what we're up to we're just at the bangle boys um and you can look up the bangle boys on um facebook or just like search our videos on youtube and uh just type in the bangle boys and our videos will pop up awesome yeah i'll be sharing some shit on the uh the podcast twitter as soon as this this drops and stuff and i'm dude i'm so glad you came on this is the the coolest shit and thanks for having me dude awesome i'm so glad we have a cincinnati connection you know what i mean this is fucking cool dude yeah (laughs) like legal seafood meets skyline let's go yes sir legal (laughs) fun fact never been to legal seafood I've only been once, uh, but it was kind of good. good. I mean, good. I'm, I'm from Ohio. All seafood from the coast is good. <laughs> yeah, true. That's like some lobster from the Midwest, Today right? I oh, you know. Bingo growling, Win that game for you, baby.